Hello and welcome back to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How you doing, Trey? I am really excited for a lot of reasons. Uh, we have taken a break and we're finally back to recording and it feels really, really good. And yes, yes. Uh, in that off time, I have found a new setup where I'm no longer recording in the closet and it feels so free to be able to sit at my desk. <laughs> it's probably a lot cooler. Yes. You know, it's so funny you not mentioned having, that because- Not the blanket forts. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned that too, because whenever I was was getting ready and I was laying out the clothes I was going to wear after my shower, I'm so used to being like, no, I got to wear shorts because it's going to be hot in the closet. And then I was like, no, I can wear my PJ pants and it's going to be comfortable and fine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 100% oh, a lot more cooler. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I would buy a little portable fan to put in here. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason why I come in the closet <laughs> is to avoid the noise, so I can't do the fan. <laughs> <laughs> it defeats the purpose just a little bit. Just a tad. So, yeah, yeah. It is so funny. I'm uh, So I'm editing, you know, the as you hear this, I'm as, and as we record, I'm editing the last week, and you just mentioned about the break. It's so funny because we recorded that one before I think we decided on the break. Yeah. And so some of the things we say, I'm like – Hmm. I'm not gonna worry about it because <laughs> it's it's like as this this weird assumption of like it, it we didn't have that break so uh-huh. uh huh but that's okay well and and it's just little things like we talk we mentioned Bad Batch yeah and I'm like yeah yeah I've only seen the first two episodes but by the time this one drops they're gonna be what four episodes in or no mm-hmm. by the time that one drops that will be four episodes in last week and then this one is like five episodes in but we're talking about how I've only I've only seen two episodes. Mm-hmm. I assure you, I'm, I'm, I will be all caught up by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> hey, in, in that time, break it all. Ask me how many episodes I've seen. I, you know what? In that time, I hope you go from seven Clone Wars episodes to like at least 10. Get three more in there. Unfortunately, That's, no. But I have watched two animated movies. <laughs> my challenge between oh, three more, three more. You can get it. All right. That's I'll try story, before the next time we record. That's one story arc. I'll do it. I, okay. I'm making this commitment on the podcast now. I will watch entertainment. <laughs> Fran Daniel and Leach will hold yeah. you to that. Oh, okay. All right. I'll make sure that happens. And, and you know what? As soon as I hear this, they're going to message you because I'm telling them. Message and find <laughs> out. <laughs> hold me to the fire until I do it. So all that being said, I, I do just want to say this quick little disclaimer. Um, you know, I've been doing some tests with this new audio setup all within this break. But given the history of this podcast, when it comes to me and testing, it is not until the podcast episode drops that we find out the true results of whether or not it was successful. So uh, <laughs> we are we, we are bulk recording. So for the next two weeks, you're going to hear this audio setup. If there's any issues, I will do my best to fine tune it. But worst case scenario, if it sounds atrocious, I'll be back in the closet for Loki. But fingers crossed, uh, this is our <laughs> trial run and things will work well. Yeah, I, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it mm. will. Just don't use, don't, apparently don't use my earbuds because we just did a quick test and my earbuds <laughs> sounded terrible. <laughs> Your earbuds almost made me go back into the closet tonight. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, what about you? How have you been doing? What's, what's this break been like for you? Okay, as we're recording, 
Uh-huh. This was the last day of school. Oh. For my wife and kids. I still have some school next week. Gotcha. But like we finally reached that point. Um and as we're listening to this, I'm in the week off between uh school and summer school. So yeah. Um, That's awesome. Be really yeah, really awesome. You know, it's it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ima- I'm envisioning the the Frodo it's done gif from Lord oh, of the man. Rings. So so okay, so I, I sent an email to my my students letting them know I was like, okay, the place to upload your finals available to you now. But I added the gif of uh Spider Man from Civil War. Uh-huh. Where he's like, I'm not done, I'm not done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, and I have to so say, good. I think some of my juniors uh at this point now are probably some uh some of my seniors, um now no longer juniors, found the pod uh, uh-huh. And and one or two, I think, started listening and going through the backlog. Uh, so if they're still with us, you guys have a good summer. Oh, nice. Look, I, you have full reigns to to cut this out of the podcast. I just want to say you shared with me a, a response from one of the students who found it, who said they started listening to it ironically, but ended up staying with it because they liked it. And so for that student, yeah. if you're listening, thank you. That's a really, really cool. And that is up there with one of my favorite comments, uh, specifically with Amity's, well, I wasn't bored. Those are, I want yes. those two framed on my desk. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so good. That That's it. We keep looking for the quotes from So You Need to Know merch. Mm-hmm. Listener quotes. That's going to be the merch. <laughs> when, when we get around, it's not going to be us. It's going to be listener, listener quotes. Oh, Building community. Man. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> oh man. well of course if you've downloaded this episode you've seen the title uh which means that we're going to be discussing two trailers that we got uh fairly recently it happened during the falcon of the winter soldier run uh but we just didn't have time to address them so we're going to be doing that now uh specifically the celebrate the movies trailer that marvel studios put out and the shang chi and the legend of the ten rings so uh, we're going to start with the Celebrating the Movies trailer, and there's almost two parts to this. They had this very sentimental um, voiceover of Stan Lee over all the clips of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it led into, I don't want to say announcements because we knew some of it, but just confirmations on on movie titles and release dates for what's coming in the future. So the easiest place we can start with is uh, the general sentimentality of that first part. So Jude, how did that trailer make you feel? Right off the bat, we have Stan Lee, where he says, I love being with people. And it made me think of, and we've talked about this a number of different ways, but it made me think of the community that Mm -hmm. surrounds the MCU and how the, even if people don't, I mean, there's, you don't have to like the MCU. If you listen to this pod, you probably like the MCU, but Mm -hmm. just the community it's building and just to start off with Stan Lee, you know, who, man, I'm going to miss seeing his cameos. Um, yeah. But yeah, just to start off with that, I really loved it. Just this whole, I love being with people, the community, giving us something to talk about. Yeah. So like, I think that's the first thing that I, that I took away from it. There's there's two feelings I'm getting from that, because I think we're right in the same ballpark. And Stan Lee being the connective tissue of this trailer one makes complete sense because you mentioned it, the cameos. He's been the connective tissue through the MCU, a large force of, you know, Marvel comics and helping create these characters. 
it, it is so mm-hmm. fitting to have that lead in with him. But given the year that we've just had with the pandemic and COVID and not being able to you know, see loved ones as much as you would like or being able to go to the, the superficial level to go see movies and to have a marriage of everything that is great uh, about the philosophy that Stanley brings to these characters in this world they're trying to build and have it be, uh, like I said, married to the real world thing that we have been missing out on is just beautiful. Like, how could you not yeah. get overly emotional <laughs> about this trailer? Because I did. I cried a lot at the beginning and at the end of this. And it was very hopeful. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, the, you got some really cool moments out of it. Uh, and, and like I said, it's in parts, and we'll talk about uh, some of the other things I guess they announced. Um, and I don't know. Some of it we knew, some of it there. But just the this whole idea of coming back to the theater, you know, mm-hmm. attaching it to being around each other and getting to experience that again. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I mean, because the timing of it was just spot on. I can't remember if it was because I, I know with the CDC guidelines, things are starting to be like, hey, if you're fully vaccinated, here are the things that you can do again safely. And uh, of which going to the movies is part of it. Uh, probably still not in large gatherings, but you mm-hmm. know, early, early showings spaced out with masks on. Um, according to the guidelines, it should be um, a lot more safer. And so, you know, to have them bring this and and remind us of what that feeling of going to the theaters to watch the next Marvel movie has been like is is it was really nice because mm-hmm. they even they even had the footage of the audience reaction to the portal scene and the Avengers assemble and yeah uh, when, I teared when up. Tra- I teared yeah, up I teared up I teared up when it launched and then I teared up like two hours ago when I was prepping for this podcast rewatching it and yeah. teared up when Tara was describing it on her episode regarding this trailer too like that <laughs> yeah that leads into what I said because you and I were texting about this for as long as I live I don't think I'll ever stop getting emotional during those scenes like it is easily one of the best theater experiences I've ever had and I yeah. I don't know how it'll ever top that moment in the theaters so yeah good trailer uh, you're right it's all downhill from here <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm just teasing you, but, but like, I, but I'm teasing you. But you're right. It was such a powerful moment that watching it later, you, you, me, I just talk, I say you, me. I get emotional seeing that. But now, what's wrapped into it is all the mm-hmm. conversations we've had, the all the conversations I've had with others, um, seeing the fan reaction, you know, in those videos and the memories of it uh, the first time, you know, uh, yeah. And, and again, that love it. They did such a good job of associating the theater audience reaction into this trailer, you know? So there's yeah. a clear connection of like, we're going to get this back, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're setting a high bar for themselves too, doing that. They really are. Cause I was going to say, I mean, you're joking, but the, the duality of this trailer is it is a, a reflection on everything that has happened. Uh, the two lanes, both, you know, the real world with a pandemic and everything. And also what the Marvel Studios has done to all the accomplishments mm-hmm. of the movies. Because they were showing so many different scenes from all the movies they've done over the last 10 years. And, you know, it, it's one look backwards on a reflection. And immediately it turns around and looks towards the future. And you're right. How are they going to reach that bar again? Because... You know, Avengers Endgame, one of the biggest culminations of any series ever, 
they're clearly trying to build towards that again because they had a slew of announcements of what's coming in just rapid fire succession by the end of this trailer. Oh yeah. And that didn't that didn't include the Disney Plus shows. No, it didn't. No. Which is fine because I think Well, well I mean I ha- it's fine, right? And and they're making a clear distinction between theater and Disney Plus in that sense, but in terms of the amount of content we're getting and the interconnectedness of it. Uh-huh. They're, I mean, they're going to end up producing more stuff in the short span than they did in, what, two phases put together? hmm They'll lap the first saga within, what, the first three years? hmm Yeah. It's wild. Mm-hmm. With that being said, like we said, it's a look towards the future. We just kind of want to quickly run through what was announced, and then we can kind of sort of pick and choose where we want to uh, add in comments that we have, because... Uh, There's a lot. So starting off with Black Widow on July 9th, 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on September 3rd, 2021, and Eternals on November 5th, 2021. Then we'll have Spider-Man No Way Home on December 17th, 2021, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on March 25th, 2022, Thor Love and Thunder May 6th, 2022. And then we get Black Panther Wakanda Forever on July 8th, 2022, The Marvels on November 11th, 2022, and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania on February 17th, 2023. And finally, wrap that up, we'll have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May 5th, 2023, and Fantastic Four in, I guess, 2023? Yeah, they didn't really specify. They didn't give a date. They were just kind of teasing the logo. And... You know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but this just came to me and I want to ask you now for as much as we've been speculating on, oh, the MCU is going to be opening up the multiverse and things are going to get wild and we're going to have different universes joining in the MCU. There's a much more defined, I would say, a defined railroad of the Fantastic Four. And it feels like so much is leading up to that family entering in. The MCU. Mm -hmm. I wonder if like multiverse shenanigans is just kind of like the misdirect for whatever is going to happen to bring them into the MCU. Yeah. So, okay. So Black Widow, uh, I feel like I can go out on the limb and say that's clearly going to be grounded. Yes. Like that's all Mm Earth-based. Shang-Chi, I feel like is going to be somewhere between grounded and Doctor Strange. Yep. Like, it's not going to be as wild and mystical as Doctor Strange, but it's going to be more, you know, grounded if we're looking at a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Eternals is going to be out there. Yeah. Spider-Man, No Way Home, if rumors are true, and we are doing a Spider-Verse, multiverse-type movie, that's going to be out there. Doctor Strange clearly going to be out there. Thor, Love and Thunder, Cosmic. I'm assuming Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is going to be grounded. The Marvels is probably going to be in the Shang-Chi area. Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be out there. Yeah. Same thing for Guardians. So, yeah, like, I, it's hard. Like, just by the power set, Fantastic Four has to be in that Captain Marvel area. Mm-hmm. The cosmic level of... Yeah, like, but but it but they're, it makes me wonder how Earth-based they're going to be, how grounded they're still going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It really does feel... Because, like, we saw it start off in the Spider-Man movies. And we know um, John Watts will be the director of the Fantastic Mm -hmm. Four film. So it's just interesting to me how it feels like in one hand they're kind of, like, giving the multiverse this, like, shiny thing for us to pay attention to. But... I should clarify what I mean, too. Like, the multiverse and the X-Men. That's something I forgot to add. Like, that feels like something, like, everybody's, like, anticipating and speculating on. But they're mm-hmm. doing 
very defined work towards getting us the Fantastic Four. And so, I don't know, just it's just yeah. something that came to me that I felt like worth noting here as we look to what's coming. Well, when you get the Easter eggs for it in Spider-Man Far From Home at the end, you know, they, they've been working on this a while. Yeah, most definitely. So like we said, we just wanted to list what's coming. Uh, I know I personally don't have notes for each and every title. So we can kind of just go through here. And I want to circle back to Black Widow because I want to read you my note verbatim. Just release the movie. Like at this point, like I'm tired of seeing promotional material. I'm so ready for the movie to be out. (laughs) Like I'm not any less excited for sure. Like I I, I can't wait for Black Widow, but just stop. Like like, like, put the movie on Disney Plus. (laughs) We're still a month away. I know it's it's so soon and yet so far all the same, you know, and what's interesting, this movie, well, uh, two two things about this movie. This movie will be the one that gets me back into the theaters. I will go see this yep. in the theater. Uh, That's what I'm will, aiming for, too. Yeah, I will also pay the 30 bucks for Disney Plus access. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I will. The other thing that's cool about this movie is this was, it's well documented, supposed to have kicked off the pod for us. Yeah. This was actually also the first movie we invited Tara to come to a review with. Yeah, that was the first like reaching out point. Yeah, I was like, hey, would you want to come to a react with? Yeah. (laughs) So glad we didn't wait on that one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's an alternate universe for you there. No kidding. But there's so much wrapped into this movie. Um you know, I, I feel like, I don't know, I go back and forth. There's times where I feel like, okay, because of the long wait, it's going to be a letdown. Mm-hmm. And then and then part of me, I'm like, because of the long wait, I'm going to love it. Even, let's just imagine it's bad. I'm still going to love it because we finally get it. You know, and, and I go back and forth. To play on what you're saying too, like, and for me personally, if because that's the movie that I'm targeting towards going back to the theaters for the first time. I know the CDC guidelines have been updated. I'm still just cautious just just to see what happens. That's the one I'm, I'm targeting. Like, even if it's bad, the overwhelming emotions of being back to the theater, I think will give any sort of boost to my mm-hmm. reception of it of mm-hmm. that have been taken down for how long it's taken to get here, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. Because I think not to not to preemptively say that our our thoughts on the movies are going to be biased. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just I'm just saying like there's a lot wrapped up into this movie, you know, because yeah. uh, I don't think I've been to the theater since Endgame. Wow. I didn't even think about that yet. For me, the last time I went to the theaters was in February of 2020 to see Parasite uh, and Endgame. Hmm. That's a long time. That was 2019. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember if I saw something after Endgame in the theater. No. Oh, Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's still still yeah. a long ways, but not as But still, long. that's, that's a, yeah, it's still, well, that's still a summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but just to give you an idea, like I had, I don't think I've been to the theater since. Wow. That'll be exciting. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm really, I'm honestly really super pumped about Doctor Strange. Me too. You know, like, I, I feel like Shang-Chi... I'm excited about and Eternals. I'm ex- I just realized it's Eternals and on yeah. the outline you put externals. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'm super I... excited about the externals. <laughs> it's a mash of the Eternals and the X Men. Oh, maybe this is an omen. This is where we start to see the X Men come into play. What? Hey, Kevin Feige, super fan. You never That's know. That's right. 
That's this is right. our shot call. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but no, I'm just saying, like, I'm excited to see those. But but really, like, I'm excited to see those. Spider-Man, I, I feel like that trailer is going to come out with Black Widow. Like, it just has uh-huh. to. In fact, I was having a friend... Um, conversation with my friend Sean at work and we he was like yeah 100% that's when it's coming uh, the yep. way they trolled us with the whole here's a Spider-Man trailer and it was the trailer mm. yeah. the actual trailer it was like he's like we both agreed he's like you don't do that to a fan base unless you know you're dropping something soon right you know mm-hmm. it's just the question is is soon I'd like to introduce you to the time that I was it Blizzard teased Diablo and it was a mobile game so it's not outside the realm of possibility uh, that a grand studio yeah. would get the anticipation of a fandom wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to put that's a damper sh- on your mood. <laughs> no, but I'm, but I'm just saying, like, like that's why I'd say Circle the Black Widow. And there's so many rumors that it's like, oh, this has been confirmed. Oh, it's not. It is. That I'm just, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'm tired of it, actually. Mm-hmm. Bring on Doctor Strange. Like, like that's the one where I, where I most... Like of these movies, I'm like, man, I, I really like just jumps out at me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I mentioned because I'm right there with you. I really don't have too much to add, but we've talked about it before. For the longest time, Doctor Strange replaced Winter Soldier for me as like my favorite MCU movie. Like that's how much I fell in love yeah. with the character. So I've been eagerly anticipating his next movie. And that was before I knew how much it was going to be tied to the multiverse mm-hmm. and everything that seems to be weighing on the the cinematic universe. So it's just like right. increasingly exciting for me. Right. Yeah. So that I always, the Marvels I find interesting because that's that's the. Uh huh. The, the Captain Marvel sequel. We know Monica Rambeau is going to be in it. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan is going to be in it. And the S in the Marvels is the S that's on Miss Marvel's... Uh, actually, it was more of a lightning bolt S, but it's the S in the Miss from Miss Marvel's in the comics. But anyways, it's a clear indicator that, hey, Kamala Khan's going to be in it. Um, I think they wrapped up her Disney Plus show production. I think I remember um, reading that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Ant Man and the Wasp. I did so that one. I'm you know excited for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's I'm, gonna hit hard. Yeah, like I'm torn because okay. So there is there's a video I haven't watched yet, and I need to watch it. It's um, it's a response to new rock stars, and I'm I want to make sure I get the get the name right. It's E-Man's reviews, and I started watching some of his uh, movie reviews. And he has a response to new a new Rockstars video. It says, why I disagree with new Rockstars about Black Panther, Wakanda, or forever. E-Man's reviews, he's actually been really pushing hard, and he's the one, um, I believe, that's got the petition going to, yes, re- go ahead and recast T'Challa. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm torn. Part of me says, yeah, recast T'Challa. And like I said, I haven't watched the response to new rock stars yet and I could see it go both ways, but that's the other one that I'm kind of like, it's going to hit hard and I am going to have mixed feelings because part of me does agree that they should recast T'Challa. I didn't have this framing specifically when I wrote my notes, but I think it it kind of fits for what I'm feeling because this movie, like I said, will be an emotional gut punch and a roller coaster just because... This movie has two things, I think, that it's trying to accomplish. 
with, uh, you know, as much as it can possibly pay respects and tribute to Chadwick Boseman and to celebrate what he brought and created with T'Challa in his adaptation. Mm -hmm. It's also looking towards continuing that legacy, whether Mm -hmm. through their decision they've made that they're not going to recast T'Challa and they're going to focus on stories within the Wakanda universe, but, you know, separated from T'Challa. Um I don't know. It, it it has two things it needs to accomplish. And it's I think it's one of those situations that there's just no right answer. This is just the thing that they felt was most respectful to yeah. the Bozeman family and, and everybody involved in who knew him. So it's hard because I, I see what you mean. Like the argument that I've seen specifically for recasting T'Challa is there are still so many stories with that character mm-hmm. in the Marvel comics that you that should be explored like it's it's something that you know if you're a fan of the character you would like to see brought to life you know that's the strength of marvel is the way they adapt these these stories and i think they're the needle they're gonna thread is adapting these outside of it being a t'challa centric story and again this is me being uh armchair comic book because obviously i don't have a huge depth of knowledge when it comes to it i just know how important the source material is for people yeah yeah, no, and you're right. That's exactly the argument of, you know, we need to see this character. We need to see mm-hmm. more of this character. Uh, yeah. In particular, Black Panther. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I don't have too, too much to add. I will say, circling back to the Eternals, uh, I've been super curious about this movie for a long time because it's the one I know the least amount of. And what little footage we got has completely shattered any expectation I had going into this movie of what I thought the <laughs> Eternals would be because seeing them like in present day and wearing modern clothes, I'm like, well, hold on. What, a, what's this story going to be about now? And so it's, it's like maybe 10 seconds of footage tops. And mm-hmm. it's, it's got me so excited to see what, you know, what's the Eternals going to be about. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's take a look at the dates. You know, I said, Spider-Man, no way home. With Black Widow, July 9th. We have a Shang-Chi trailer, and that's September 3rd. Eternals, November 5th. Do we get a full Eternals trailer with Black Widow? Hmm. So, I think conventional wisdom, you'd be right that Eternals is sooner, so you would get a trailer sooner. But, and I totally recognize this is my own bias, because Sony's in charge of the marketing for (laughs) Spider-Man, I would not be surprised if we get a Spider-Man trailer before we get the, an Internals trailer. So yes. I, I, I still feel like if I'm if I'm in charge of marketing and I want to get the biggest return on like excitement and hype and investment on people searching for it, I can see Sony. Like maybe we get both. Maybe we get Eternals and Spider-Man with Black Widow because this is a big moment. Everybody's coming back to the theaters. Everybody's excited for the new Marvel movie. You're going to want to hit mm-hmm. that high of the excitement. Yeah. Well, just to throw this in here, I realize this isn't MCU, but as we're talking about dates, September 24th is Venom 2. Yeah. And we've already got that. And we've already got that trailer. Mm -hmm. And that's, and you mentioned Sony and, you know, and their marketing machine. So, so yeah, it could be the Eternals, Black Widow. It could be both. Yeah. I would love it to be both. Me too. We'd have to do a bonus episode for sure. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love it to be both. Me too. Well, for me, just to round out this last little uh, round table of all the things that were announced, the last thing I want to talk about is the Marvels. Uh, you already prefaced it by saying we're going to have Carol Danvers, Camilla Khan. Um, Monica Rambeau. 
and Monica Rambeau, you know, I think one of the things that we heard rumblings for before we even knew anybody was going to be joining us other than Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel 2 was being pitched as almost like a Captain America Civil War type movie where we're having this team uh-huh. up. It makes so much more sense to me now that we have this confirmation that uh, Kamala Khan and uh, Monica Rambeau will be in it. Um, the thing I'm kind of worried about, and we're so far off, so I, you know, it's just just a, a cautious concern. Is I hope we don't look back on it the same way we look back on Civil War of like, yes, it's a Captain America movie, but it really feels like Avengers two and a half. And yeah. because it's only the second outing with Carol Danvers, like I hope it still maintains its focus on her because mm-hmm. I was listening. I believe it's the Slash Film Cast, a uh, great podcast. I really love them. They brought up an excellent point that it is bizarre to them that by the time we get to the Marvels, previously titled Captain Marvel 2, the audience will have spent more screen time with Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan than they will Carol Danvers. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Marvel Studios handles this. This almost feels like one of the first tests of the integration between Disney Plus series and the movies. And so, yeah, it, that that's what I'm thinking of whenever I hear this rebrand to The Eternals. Nope. That's this, oh, that's man. crazy. <laughs> that is oh, crazy man. to me. What? The, the screen time. Yeah. Well, hold on. Well, this might not be able to be an intag for the Marvels. I said the Eternals. I meant the Marvels. I just I just got caught up on what you said and I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I it, it was like you said that about the screen time and my brain just went like into full stop. And I was just thinking yep. about like like she had a full movie. Yep. Showed up ish. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. Not and Infinity War. Endgame. No, because that was the intake. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's crazy to me. They might be on par with Monica Rambeau because Monica Rambeau's not in every episode of WandaVision. And I'm sure if you actually added up a screen time, it's not going to equal out uh, the what? Yeah. Fair to say three hours, two and a half hours of Captain Marvel. Because yeah. two hour movie plus the 30 minutes of Endgame and whatnot. Um so that one, but for sure, Kamala Khan having her own assuming six plus episode series definitely yeah. will have more screen time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. So, yeah, wow. that blew my mind. The Slash Film Cast, highly recommended. Amazing podcast on film and TV. Yeah. You know, and I remember, you're right. I remember hearing about the, the Civil War kind of aspects to it. And, you know, it makes me wonder, I mean, with her power set, like, what can you do as a villain? Yeah. Um, And so. Now, wow, this that movie's just become com- just so much more interesting. Yeah, right. And not not that I wasn't looking forward to it before, but when I think about that, and you think about what we saw of Monica Rambeau, and that was only like scratching the surface of her power set. Add Kamala Khan. Wow. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I I have full trust in Marvel. Um, you know, I think it'll be good, but interesting yeah. to keep in mind. Well, uh, that's going to lead us into the second half of our episode. We specifically. Skipped it so we can talk a little bit more about it here because we actually have a full-blown trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I guess I can go and start off. I think the thing that I'm really, really excited about is this movie feels a lot more vibrant in a way I don't think the MCU has been in a while. And specifically, I think the way the MCU gets criticized a lot for. Uh, It's often like... Uh, Mm -hmm. Talked about how it's very dull colors, very grayish, just muted colors. But I don't know, because I I don't even want to say because in-game had daytime scenes, but there was something about the daytime scenes where Shang-Chi and um, I don't know if I know the, 
Katie. Katie. I only know this because I have a fungo pop of her now. I was looking behind to see uh, where <laughs> Shang-Chi and Katie were on the bus. There was something about that action happening in the daytime that just felt like, whoa, this feels completely new to me. And yeah. I'm not entirely sure why, but it, it looks exciting and I'm, I'm really ready well, for it. Well, I think it's, God, correct me if I'm wrong. It's the first origin story we've had in a while. The Captain Marvel is the last one we had. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to count Monica Rambeau, but the, the focus of the origin story wasn't on her. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's Captain Marvel. Right after Captain Marvel, we get Endgame and Far From Home. Mm-hmm. See, because to me, that was that was the thing. Is it is it felt like we haven't had an origin story in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe Captain Marvel didn't feel as much of an origin story to me, just because I'm familiar with the character. And they played with the conventions of an origin story, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It it did look and feel different. It looked and felt mm-hmm. fresh. Yeah. You know. And, really exciting. And to to critique the Iron Fist a little bit, like the the Netflix. <laughs> well, and the only yeah. reason I say that is like is like the the just the brief martial arts that we get to see, the choreography we get to see just look great. And I know that's what a lot of people were expecting out of Iron Fist and Danny Rand and didn't quite get that. Yeah. You know, and so get, getting to see that was really cool and really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that's my second bullet point in the notes that I took. Like, we, I'm so excited for that hand-to-hand combat nature of mm-hmm. Shang-Chi. Um, you know, we've talked about how in the MCU so often we see, you know, a CGI fight, which I love. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I like seeing the spectacle that comes with that. But it's not until you get movies like Captain America where you get that hand-to-hand combat that feels visceral, mm-hmm. and like there's weight to the action. And even then, it's still not a lot because there is an element to Captain America with the super strength where some of that comes in and it starts to to breach the realism. Right. Um, breaking right. the realism, I should say. Shang-Chi, everything in the trailer felt like, oh, these are like, like I'm watching this happen. Like I can feel the fight. Yeah. And yeah. the, I'll never forget the moment in the trailer where the music synced up, uh, Shang-Chi is on the bus, and he throws, like, a punch to the left and to the right, and then he does a high kick and kicks two guys, uh-huh. and then he, like, comes down and straightens his jacket. It's like, like I I got chills at that moment. I was like, yeah. oh, I need this now. Like, I want yeah. this to be on Disney Plus right now or in the theaters. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And it's the connections it's going to have to phase one with Mandarin. Yeah. You know, and, and there in the Ten Rings, and I, I was watching some theory because, okay, so if you look the for in the comic, the Ten Rings are literally like jewelry, like that, that have power uh-huh. that he wears on his on his fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this from the trailer, it looks like it's going to be these rings on his, on the arms. Yeah. And that's just, I think, another adaptation by the MCU and doing a good job of that. And I'm really curious mm-hmm. as to see how they do that because there is I'm going to be careful here because of spoilers and rumors um, after you hit after you listen to this uh, message me I guess we need to have a Shang-Chi uh, spoiler tab and spoiler channel in the discord uh, but there's some theories on the rings okay and I want to just leave it at that and you know ask me about it in the discord I'll use the spoiler tag cool that's really exciting. I, I have very little knowledge of what Shang-Chi and that side of the Marvel Universe is, so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic and excited. Yeah. 
So to round out the last thing, last bullet point that I have is the trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, it gave a lot of external exposition, but we didn't really get a lot from Shang-Chi himself. So it's it's exciting to see that there's still so much more to learn about this character. And it, it felt like the perfect tease. It gave us just enough to know what's going on, the stakes, uh, where are this character's at, and specifically that shot of where he returns to, I'm assuming, some sort of training post, and he places his fist in like a dented section uh-huh. of the log, which, you know, you can read as this is somewhere he's familiar with, and just silently punches it. Like, that told me everything I needed to know in that moment about yeah. that character. I'm like, awesome, let's go. Yeah, well, what I kept thinking about, A, the Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. I'm going to have to go uh-huh. rewatch that. Um, but... So, so I had that. I just had that in the back of my mind. I was watching this. Um, the other thing, though, MCU world, I couldn't figure out where this takes place. Uh huh. Was this post blip, but before people returned? Is this five years after the return? Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't find any indicators to figure out where this took place. Yeah. Timeline wise, although there was some indicators. I feel like we're going to see Madripoor again. Not hundred mm-hmm. percent sure, but I feel like we're going to see Madripoor again. Okay. Well, cool. Getting those uh, early predictions in uh, while you got a chance. Yeah. Get them on record. <laughs> oh, man. Well, unless you got any more points about the Shang-Chi trailer, that can move us into the next point, um, which circles back to the Celebrating the Movies trailer. Of the unseen movies, which one are you the most excited to get footage for? I had an answer. Yeah. And I think it's changed. Oh, no. Going into this episode, my answer was going to be Spider Man No Way Home. Uh huh. I really think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse is really what I want to see. We are 100% on the same page. And like when I, when Wait, I really, wrote... I would, for some reason, I was, I was expecting you to say Thor, Love and Thunder. I do. Like there's an element to every one of these where I have an idea of what it's going to be. Am I really excited to see Spider-Man No Way Home? Yes, but I have like I have a general idea of what I'm going to see when that trailer launches. Thor Love and Thunder, I have a general idea of what I'm going to see when that trailer launches. Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I haven't a single clue because there's so many lingering threads from his own solo movie that without getting too much into it, I feel like some casting confirmation feels like we will get a continuation of that. But also there has Mm -hmm. been so much more that's put put on the plate of Dr. Strange giving stuff like um, WandaVision and potentially Loki. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't know what to expect from this movie anymore. So that's why that's the one I want to see footage from the most. Who knows? We might even see, what were we calling him? Real vision, white vision. Mephisto? (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> i was I, I was sword vision whatever the that disappeared at the end of wandavision it's clearly oh, yeah, Mephisto we did have a, we... <laughs> is the new thanos i thought you were going for a joke with mephisto no no i'm saying bad. like 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 i'm just saying i like i it could be mephisto like i have no idea no let's not do that let's not do that <laughs> i hope it's mephisto just for you don't oh man i've become what i hated <laughs> oh man I, trying to get us back on track i'm trying to remember what we called white vision because it was soul vision and i think it was sword, sword vision I, yeah i think that's what it was so maybe sword vision or mephisto 
or Mephisto. Or who knows, maybe the truck. Anyway, um, <laughs> we got to stop before we beat that into the ground. <laughs> we may have already have. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, so, yeah, if you have any thoughts or opinions on what's coming in the near future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything specific to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, you can always reach us at MCU Need to Know on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you'd like to join our Discord, there's a lovely community of people there that we would love to chat with you about Marvel. You can find the link in the show notes. Yeah. And don't forget, when you get on Discord, make sure you go to the Roll Assign channel, click on the eye emoji that will open up all the spoiler channels. Um, and you get to talk to us, Leech, Nick Sandy, number of other people. Um, then once you've done that, please give us a rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow, share with a friend, help build that community, uh, that Stanley talked so wonderfully about at the beginning of this trailer and share with a friend. Man, it feels good to say this after an extended break, but we'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work in his SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And Jude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Trey. We'll see you all next week. So basically, it'll be three, 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 and two. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm just highlighting the ones that I'm going to say, so I'm just... Cool. Cool, cool, cool. God, I forgot to get my pencil again. I forgot how much that would make uh, highlighting easier. Oh, well. I'll get it next time. So, go get it real quick. Go get it real quick. Let me go get it real quick. I'm sorry. This is on the recording. Yeah. it's, It's on the record that you came unprepared. And not being in the closet, you had so far to go. Is your headphones on? Can you even hear this right now? Trey. Trey. Who's doing this to you, Trey? Who? <clears throat> Trey. Who's doing? Trey. Who's doing this? All right, I'm back. Who's doing this to you, Trey? No, you can't do that. We're, we're past it. We're two series past it now. I will say this. I texted uh, Tara earlier this week, and... It was, it was the same meme I sent you of Tony Stark and the hammer bomb. And yeah. she laughed at it. And she's like, oh, that's funny. And what great timing. I was just editing uh, my outtakes. And you're speaking on my speakers right now. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just put the simulations breaking. Oh, man.